Here I am, the Electric Car Superstar, talking to you wherever you are. Produced by Christopher Fletcher, audio from FLF Beats, and this article comes to you from singletrackworld.com. What the fuck? The 100 kilometer an hour electric bike. Up until now, up until a couple hours ago, no one at single track had heard of a brand called Alpha. And that's fair enough, given Alpha is indeed a motorcycle company. However, it appears that Alpha is planning to make some inroads into the bicycle market too. After we sent through a press release about Alpha's 32 gram carbon dish rotor, we started doing some digging around on the company's website. A Spanish-based manufacturer, it turns out that Alpha actually has quite a long history of producing motorcycles, having first been founded in 1924. But after disappearing from the scene back in 1957, the name was brought back a couple of years ago with a plan to start a new chapter in the company's history as a manufacturer of motorcycles and electric bicycles. No sir, it's just a normal bicycle, see? In early 2016, images appeared of Alpha's planned prototype e-bike, appropriately called the Wildcat, following a similar recipe as other super-duper ridiculously high-powered electric bikes such as the Stealth B52. Alpha stated that the Wildcat would be available in several different versions, including a model with a 5,000 watt engine and the ability to reach up to 100 kilometers per hour. So, still, not quite as fast as the current record holder then. By definition, that capability makes an electric motorcycle and not an e-bike. Yes, it has pedals, but they're more for decoration. According to Alpha's website, there's a function that will limit the Wildcat to 25 kilometers an hour. But who in their right mind would do that when you've got a 5 kilowatt engine between your legs? And so, in that case, just like a motorbike, you'll need a motorcycle license, a motorcycle helmet, and everything else required to ride such a thing legally in most countries. Anywho, while pursuing the Alpha website when checking out the company's carbon disc brakes rotors, we stumbled across an updated version of the Wildcat that appears to be a little more streamlined than the prototypes first shown. Depending on the accuracy of the renderings and the specs listed on Alpha's website, there are some curious things we spotted that we're not entirely sure of. Firstly, there's a D and M dual crown fork on the front, which has a rock sock sticker attached to it for some reason. We also see Avid XO dual piston disc brakes, which we're not convinced will be capable of slowing a 55 kilogram bike plus rider down from 100 kilometers per hour. And anyway, shouldn't they be using their own carbon rotors? Also, of interest is the wheel size, which on the Alpha Wildcat Endurer RR will be 19 inch, so smaller than a BMX. More Rotomoto than Super Enduro then. According to Alpha's website, there will be several Wildcat models available with various power outputs and weight differences. The lightest model will purportedly weigh 45 kilograms and only get up to 80 kilometers per hour. <laughs> that was the point. Really, do you want a full noise model with these specs? Frame steel, wheels 19 inch times 2.5, drive tame 7 speed, front suspension, DNM 
USD 8 model, rear suspension DNM 220RC model, brakes 203mm disc, engine 72 volt 5000 watt hub, battery 72 volt 20AH lithium light PO4, display LCD. 72, 6, 100 to 240 volt, electric range 60 kilometers, assisted pedaling more than 80 kilometers, max speed 100 kilometers an hour, weight 55 kilograms, startup key. Oh, and if you decide that you're not quite ready for the bicycle shaped object that travels at 100 kilometers an hour with bicycle disc brakes to slow it down, then you may be more interested in Alpha's actual motorbikes, like the Guzzi Rocket shown here. We don't know much about motorbikes, but that thing looks absolutely insane. End of article. I kind of saw this uh, this article in my um, in my news feed that I have on my iPhone. They have like a little newspaper thing featured there that you could uh, put in what kind of things that you're interested in, in, in looking at. And I got I got a set of electric cars and electric vehicles. And in my electric vehicle section, I saw this thing for the electric bike, and it, and it kind of got me. The main reason why I did this is because I got an email from uh, one of the Electrification Nation bros out there and. Uh, they wanted me to talk about electric bikes because um, it's becoming a thing. It's becoming a thing in Japan. It's becoming a thing in uh, in some places. Even here in upstate New York, I do see it around where people are having these uh, motorized bikes. Nothing to the insanity of 100 kilometers per hour. That, that's pretty fast for a bike and it's so stated here that in most places you would probably need a motorcycle's license to even drive anything that fast even if it looks like a dirt bike or in this case it actually does look like it just looks like a mountain bike and it's uh, that's kind of crazy it, <laughs> the pedals have to be on there for show this thing looks pretty ridiculous it, it really does but the, I could just see these things becoming more and more popular Especially if they can make some that are not as fast as this. I mean, something this fast would, would be kind of crazy. But to drive around, people ride bikes in, in all over places and bikes are really driven for exercise mostly. So you get the exercise from the pedaling. But around here in upstate New York, a lot of bikes are used to get from point A to B, especially in our urban areas. Something like this could catch wind and who knows, it might be something that can drive the electrification, uh, you know, at least put the electrification in people's mind so that they can see that, you know, lithium is a way to motorize your vehicle. This thing looks pretty cool. Now they had they show uh, actually a motorcycle on here and the motorcycle is kind of crazy. You guys gotta check this out. Go to over to our website and, and click this website so you can see the picture. The bike looks just like a uh, just like a, a, a futuristic bike, just a futuristic um, regular bike with pedals and stuff like that. But the motorbike, <laughs> the motorbike looks like something Captain America would drive. I don't know if that's actual, if if that's electric or if that's a, a gas model. But whatever it is, this thing is they they both look pretty cool. And this pod, this podcast was actually um, inspired to us by uh, Tom Patrick. Tom Patrick is uh, the gentleman that actually redesigned our logo on our website. Very, very talented individual. Very, very proud to have him as part of the Electrification Nation. You know, he's, he's from the U uh, UK, and it seems like this electric bike movement is 
becoming a thing up there. And he brought it to my attention, which uh, made me go through and grab this article, read it to you guys, and comment on it. But if we're gonna move, if, if we're gonna move away from ICE transportation, and this becomes popular, especially as he says, is they're they're getting popular in some of the Asian countries and China specifically. Who's gonna get this thing going, this technology going and using it on bikes is the fact that the technology keeps getting better. The, tech, the battery technology keeps getting better. So you're gonna see these motorbikes or bicycles with electric motors in them with insane range. Insane range, they're making things smaller and able to hold more as far as electricity goes. Uh, this new graphite thing that they got going on, that's probably gonna be something in the near future. And it's this new thing where uh, it, it comes from the fossil of some ancient thing that I read about it in one of our articles. I should know about it, it's embarrassing that I don't, but the point is that because there is things like droids, things like electric bikes, things like electric cars, laptops that people want to last forever cell phones that want people want to last longer than a day at the at the rate we're going right now we're gonna have battery technology out there that's gonna pass or pass anything that we can think of at, at current moment and electric bikes is just uh, uh, another one of them. And it's it's funny because I am gonna check into this because I, I would love to get my son one of these so that he could drive around. He's he's 11. Nothing this crazy. I mean, going uh, going something going that fast is not gonna work for me. But for my son, I'd probably get him something like this so that he could drive around. Um, my older son, not my younger one. My oldest son, he's in college right now, and uh, he had a bike, and I think his bike got stoned. But I'm pretty sure that he would enjoy uh, doing one of these. I'm going to turn over here to uh, Tom Patrick's uh, email because he did mention here. Um, I want to read his last thing here because it, it, this is so awesome. And I'm thank you for the email again. I'm going to say he says, um, this is Tom Patrick's email. Lastly, there is a few electric motorbikes and electric scooters being made now. Ordering, better range, etc. A motorbike has a lot of benefits being a non-combustion engine such as no tax to pay due to no emissions, less maintenance, no vibration from engine, no clutch which can often be hazard, be a hazard, no gearing so stopping and starting in traffic is easier, the gyroscopic effects of an engine are reduced, therefore easier to lean into corner, to a corner, silent so it's easier to hear potential hazards. This, this is all great points and he's talking about like the scooters, the electric scooters, which I didn't mention before, but yeah, there's electric scooters coming out too that are being made and the electric motorbike. You know, e each one of these, of course, the less maintenance, that's also with a car. No packs, no, no tax to pay due to no emissions. I don't know about the emission taxes in the UK. I don't think there's emission taxes here where I live for a scooter. I would have to look into that. Uh, the vibrations from the engine, the electric, the, the electric engine, and that's what makes it beautiful. It's it's a silent, smoother, more powerful ride in whatever vehicle you put it in. And it's something that if you haven't experienced, you should experience because it's a total difference from having something motorized with an ICE motor. And we got no clutch which can often be a hazard. I, I can see changing gears, clutching, some considered it an art, 
when they're driving in whatever vehicle you're driving. But an electric engine, you don't need that. It's it's juiced straight from the accelerator to the wheels, well, to the motor to the wheels. Then the gyroscopic effects of an engine are reduced, therefore easier to lean into corners. True, that, so that weight and low center of gravity you get from uh, an electric battery and motor being closer together to that point. And silent, so it's easier to hear potential hazards. That's an interesting one when it comes to electric vehicles because um, I guess a lot of the states are now mandating that, that and this is something that I just seen the headlines from and I might read an article on it, I might not. But they're demanding now that these electric cars, you know, can't be in ninja mode the whole time. So they have to have some sort of noise when they're going at a certain speed so that the people around them can hear the vehicle approaching them. But on a, on a motorbike, I could see where, you know, <laughs> It's more important to, for you to hear the stuff that's going around you instead of the people around you, you know, hearing you. So, yeah, this is this is all great stuff. Um, Tom Patrick, you got you've been a, a strong contributor to the show, along along with uh, Gene Pascucci and Miss Situation. Continue the great work. We we love hearing from you. You've been tweeting us too on uh, Twitter, and this is basically our Friday show. So yeah, we are gonna go through and uh, see what's going on. In our social media sites, you can hear my voice right now. We're entering our gratitude section, and you know, this is the show dedicated to the electrification nation. We might have some technical difficulties, and this might be released on Saturday. Hope you guys can forgive us for that. There's uh, stuff going on, we're doing some changeovers, but we're still gonna do this and, and send it to you. So, hopefully, you'll get it on Friday. If not, you'll probably see it on Saturday. Here with uh, with our social media sites, we're going to start with uh, Facebook here because Facebook has been uh, has been doing a solid here. We got our our show, the Jaguar I Pace Electric SUV Concept Brakes Cover at LA Show had five people reached. That was episode one twenty seven. One twenty six BMW eyes a hundred thousand. I mean, a hundred thousand electric car sales in two thousand seventeen. We got nine people reached there, and we got our. I think this was our last Friday show, which uh, Elon Musk announces that Tesla will build a second gigafactory in Europe. That was one twenty five, and we had fourteen people reached there. Had a nice little thumbs up from Daniel Signalari and uh, Chris Bloom. Um, sorry if I'm hacking you guys' names there. Sometimes I uh, can't pronounce what I read, and it's tough to know these names if you don't know the person. So, thank you guys for uh, hooking us up there on that show, liking the show, sharing the show. You guys are always doing us a solid out there. So, right here, we're going to go over to our Twitter page. Twitter page is seeing a little bit of a uh, little bit off. They jumped up a little bit for us. We got uh, Tom, Tom Patrick, uh, Tom. At Tom UK Designer, hit him up. He uh, he designed our logo for our for our site there. You can check out the site. You can see how he spiced it up. It's hard to tell how much work he put into that because you don't have the old logo to compare it to. But trust us, I mean he he made it look a lot better than it was before. I I actually did the old logo, so he kind of trumped me when he did that. So that good job. We got a DW retweeted one of our tweets. Tesla made more money last quarter than the entire U.S. oil industry made last year. John Quick and two others started following us. Let's see what the two others were. Zesty Friar News and David Wilkins. I probably read that from before. So that's what that's what we got going on on our uh, electric car superstar Twitter page. Um, oh yeah, Tom again, UK designer. 
hook this up again. It's like it's gonna be the Tom Patrick show. We'll call it the Tom Patrick show for <laughs> for now. Cause uh, yeah, he he uh, he threw a lot of love at us, man. We like that. Uh, he says uh, Jaguar introduced his first electric concept car. And uh, he gave us the article. I read an article. I don't know if it's the article that he sent me. It was kind of kind of weird. He sent me an article. He goes, uh, to- Toyota to establish in-house venture company for electric vehicle development. I uh, hit the article and it had me... Uh had this little waiver thing on the, on the front there. So I was thinking about using that article for the podcast, but I guess with the waiver and all, I guess I can't use it. So there'll, there'll be other news out there, places where we can uh, spice it up here on our website, on our on our, tw- uh, on our podcast so that you guys can hear what's going on uh, with them. And we're going to head over to uh, our Pinterest page. Let's see. Our Pinterest has actually been quiet. Yeah, our Pinterest page has been uh, kind of quiet there. So don't be afraid to go on any of our social media sites and, you know, repin, retweet, repost, share. Do what you got to do on those social media sites. We enjoy it. We're, we're going to hit this up on uh, on either one of our shows, mainly our Friday shows, the show that we're going to dedicate to the Electrification Nation, which is today. Could be our Saturday show. We, we don't know. But, um, yeah, that's uh, that's all the stuff we got going on here. I hope you guys enjoyed the article. Hope you guys enjoyed the show. You know, it's a, it, these electric bikes, very, very cool thing. It just shows what we can do with the power of an electric motor. And, you know, you, you could you could do a lot. You, yeah, I mean, we can have motorized big wheels out there for kids pretty soon. I know that the, they have the lithium-ion cars for the... For the kids, I know I saw that. I saw a couple pictures of that on Facebook. It'll be cool to check that out one day, you know. Probably be for my grandkids because my youngest is 11, my oldest is 22. So they're not going to get no little electric vehicle. Better be Tesla or not. Probably be for the grandkids. For me, at least. So you guys out there, if you have kids, little kids, uh, you know, if you want to get them on a little electric vehicle this Christmas and you're into this Tesla thing, they, they have these Tesla cars for kids. I've seen them on Facebook. You might have to look them up. I don't know. They might have a reservation for those too. With that, our appreciation section, this whole show is, is dedicated to Electrification Nation. We appreciate you guys. And like I like to say all the time, the show's on the rise and it's all you guys. FLX Beats is the sole sponsor of the show. You can search FLX Beats. Uh, go to our website. Check that out. There's many ways that you could uh, support FLX Beats. Purchasing the beat through iTunes is just one of the many ways. Spotify is another way. And there's, I'm pretty sure there's a few number of ways out there. Just search either Christopher Fletcher, FLX Beats, and you will find the many ways that you could uh, go through and uh, purchase beats from them. Because uh, they're the ones taking care of the show. They're the ones paying for the show to be on iTunes. They're taking care of the, all the website fees for me. So anything you can do for them. Uh, would certainly help the whole situation out. We also have uh, Patreon. Patreon is a great service. It's a way that you can show patrons to the show. Again, that's all money that's going to be used to pay for all the upkeep, for all the stuff that we need for the show. So anything you guys can do would be great. Other than sharing the show, sharing it with your friends. You know, give a, um, their guys are giving us all the love that we can get over here. And we appreciate it. So... I'm going to cut it short here. It's getting kind of long on my end. I'm pretty sure it's going to be a lot shorter than what I see on the screen right now. Because uh, Chris does does me a solid by making me sound great. Cutting up all the pauses and all the hiccups that I do. He's a great producer. Great podcast producer. I lucked out. 
he, he was he actually produced a lot of a lot of beats and a lot of music. He, he worked with a few artists here and there. He's never worked with a with a guy that wanted to do a, a vocal show like this. And um, so he got together to me, and he showed me that he, he's an amazing guy, amazing, amazing producer. So thank you, Christopher Fletcher. The show is also dedicated to you. Uh, you do a great job, and. You know, we're, we're venturing forward with all this stuff. Pretty soon, you're going to hear about our ventures in carrying others in, into uh, this po- podcast production. Yeah, that's that's for our, our, our future venturing. Stay tuned for all that stuff. It'll probably be coming into the new year. But other than that, enjoy all this EV stuff. Show, this, show, show us all the love that you can by sharing the show, pushing the show forward. Tell your friends. You know, we like to get up there in, uh, in numbers. And the only way we're going to do that is with you guys because everything we do here is organic. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We're going to end it right now. I am the Electric Car Superstar. You guys pushing the show, making the show grow, are the Electrification Nation. The sweet beat behind my voice is Affleck Beats. And the man making me and you sound great, Christopher Fletcher, playing podcast producer. And we are 